What is up, everybody? Episode 145 of J5, getting live here on Thursday, January 4th, 2024. Well, here we are. New year. Same me. And now, we could officially close... We get ready to officially close the book on the Giants and Jets season. But... There are still some exciting things going on in New York sports. So, let's look around the landscape. First things first. Both New York basketball teams, and I hate the nasty Nets of Brooklyn. But, both New York basketball teams are playing pretty well. Knicks, 19-15. and 15. They are 5-5 five and five in their last 10. They've won two in a row since the... R.J. Barrett, Emmanuel quickly trade for O.G. Ananobi. Brooklyn Nets, not playing as well. Losers of five straight, but they're 15 and 20. And the rumors are starting to heat up that they're going to be players for a, a big acquisition. Namely, Donovan Mitchell. Now, let's start with the Knicks. The Knicks have played well the last two games. They started slow yesterday against the Bulls, but they had a strong second half. They've come on. It seems like they're starting to find a little bit of a groove here. Now, I'm going to say this. I don't think it's necessarily sustainable given the fact that they have less depth now that they don't have Quickly and Barrett. Um, quickly was good for 15 points off the bench. So you lose that. Um, you lose him out of the rotation. Obviously, you you lose Barrett's scoring, but you, OG has played... OG Ananobi has played fine so far. Um, let's see. Last night, he had 11. The... The, the previous game against Minnesota, he had 17. So you're going to be looking for more of those 17-point games than less of the 11-point games. But either way, he fills in for RJ scoring. But you need that scoring off the bench. So the Knicks are going to have to wheel and deal a little bit at this deadline. You're starting to hear certain names be talked about, whether it be DeRozan, whether it be Donovan Mitchell, although people don't think they're a player for him. If they could ever figure out the stuff with Rich Paul, the DeJounte Murray stuff, um, that's a possibility. I don't particularly like Murray. He doesn't do enough for me offensively. He does a lot defensively, is what people say, but I'm not intrigued by him. I guess there's a possibility, even though Minnesota's playing really well, that they trade Carl Anthony Towns, not a guy that I'm interested in. Um, don't really know where the Knicks are going to go for the next star. However, they're still set up to make some moves. They have Evan Fournier on an expiring. They have assets to deal, whether it be picks or swaps or whatever. They could be players for somebody. So the Knicks are somebody to watch out for. The Nets, a little bit different. They don't have their own pick, so that makes it less desirable to deal with them. But they have cap space. They have movable assets, whether it be draft picks or players. And 
people seem to like Mikhail Bridges. I have always liked his game, thought he was a good player uh, at Villanova. I thought he was a good player in the NBA. That was definitely a good get for the Nets in the Kevin Durant trade. Now it's just a matter of who can they pair with him. Uh, they need two more guys, but if they could at least get one to make themselves a 8-7 seed team, that would be good. So that's um, that's where that's at. Now, as far as the hockey goes, Rangers, uh, one of the best teams in hockey. The Islanders are on the outside looking in right now. No, no, they're in right now. And the Devils are would also be in. So that would get you to eight. Uh, Devils would be the eight seed. So all the locals in the hockey playing well. Long way to go there, but just wanted to touch on that real quick. Now, to the baseball. Besides Juan Soto, the Yankees have been very, very quiet. Um which is a little alarming because they were obviously in on Yamamoto but didn't get him. Now you're waiting to see um, now you're waiting to see what they're going to do as far as if they're going to get Blake Snell, Jordan Montgomery, trade for Dylan Cease, whatever. They still need pieces. So they got Soto, they got Verdugo, that shores up the outfield. They'll get Jason Dominguez back. They need a they need a third and a fourth starter in this rotation. The rotation is suspect at best right now. After Garrett Cole, lots of question marks. Carlos Rodon, uh, Nestor Cortez, Clark Schmidt. Like who's filling out this who's filling out this rotation? I think the bullpen still has some questions. I know they made the trade um, with the Dodgers, but Yankees still have some moves to make. Mets, they seem to be playing it that 2024 is gonna be a wash. They're gonna run back the team they had out there last year, Lindor, Alonzo, so on and so forth. Um but Besides Senga, they have no pitching. They signed Severino. Great. I get. I think they have Cookie Carrasco another year. Um, and they have Quintana. Or maybe they don't have Carrasco and they only have Quintana. Either way, lots of question marks there. Um, it feels like they're they're just looking towards 25. They're going to try to like probably get under the luxury tax in some sort of way. And just play it out the best they can here. Alright, so that's that. Now, to the NFL. Okay. Giants-Jets, both done at this point. Better for the Giants if they lose. Would be really ideal for the Giants if the Jets could find a way to lose to the Patriots. Helps the Giants draft pick. Um, If the Cardinals could win, that would also be good for the Giants. And if the Commanders could win, that would also be good for the Giants. I think the Giants are going to get absolutely annihilated by the Eagles this weekend. This is a total get-right spot for the Eagles. I know people are looking at this game against the Giants, and they're saying Giants played them tough a couple weeks ago. Uh, You know, Tyrod's going to play the whole game. 
you know, Giants have played tough down the stretch. They just played the Rams really well. Throw it all out the window. Okay, because here are the facts about the Giants-Eagles game two weeks ago. The Eagles should have won the game by three scores. The Giants got a pick six, and the Eagles fumbled the kickoff in their own, in the Giants' red zone that the Giants scooped, and then they later scored on a Saquon Barkley touchdown. So the facts are that the Giants got blown out in that game. The score just made it look like it was closer than it was, and they had a late drive to have a chance at a Hail Mary to tie, to have a chance at a two-point conversion to tie the game. But the facts are, they got blown out in that game. And the Eagles are probably going to lay it on the Giants here. It sounds like they're going to be 100%. They need the win, because if they win and Dallas somehow loses, they win the division. If they win, they need to, whether Dallas loses or not, though, they need to win to build momentum. So, I just think that this is a bad spot for the Giants. They're going to end a bad season on a bad note. But either way, Shane and Dable are probably going to be back. Hopefully, Shane, uh, hopefully Dable and Wink can figure out whatever issues they have and can remain together. And, you know, we'll take it from there. The Giants have to drive the quarterback. I think we've seen enough without Daniel Jones to realize that while he's not fully the problem, he is part of the problem. Um, so that's that. Now to the Jets. Jets, obviously, you know, they would like to make this season look somewhat respectable. If they win Sunday, they win seven games. It looks nice, seven and ten. Because you say, really, like, we were one game away from basically being 500 uh, without Aaron Rodgers and all the crap that we went through. But I don't just I just don't see a way that Belichick goes out in New England losing to the Jets. Um, you know, for them, their season was doomed from the start, literally after play number four when Rodgers went down with the Achilles. And they won that game. They had things going in the right direction, four and four after the Giants game. But the bottom line is they couldn't find a way to to get a win when they needed it. And, um, really, like, that's just it. So, Jets fans, you have reason to be disappointed, but you also have reason for promise. You're going to have a top 15 pick this year. You get to keep your own pick. Uh, the second rounder goes to the Packers now. And, you know, you're going to, you're basically going to, um, you're going to have a chance to make a run with Aaron Rodgers. However, you got to fortify the offensive line. you got to use the cap space better. Um, definitely need some offensive linemen. Need another wide receiver to complement Garrett Wilson on the outside. Because the guy's a freak. For him to have a 1,000 yards this year is absolutely insane. So... I think the Jets have a lot of things going for them. Um, and that's really that's really it. So now, let's go to the picks. Week 18. On the year. Week 18, J5-5 for the NFL. I am 37-40-3 on the year. 
long way to go. Still got week 18, got wildcard weekend, divisional championship, and the Super Bowl. So could still finish above 500, but wasn't great. Game number one, Texans, Colts, Saturday night in Indy. I like the Texans, minus the one and a half. They're going to get Stroud back. The defense is balling. Um, I think that they find a way to put it on Indy. I don't really like what the Colts have, have done lately. They almost really, like, they didn't play well against the Raiders. Um, they haven't looked great down the stretch here. I like the Texans, minus the one and a half. Next, Bucks, Panthers. I like the Bucks, minus the four and a half. Bucks are a much better team. Panthers have nothing to play for. They don't like whoever this interim coach is. They haven't played well for him. Tepper's throwing drinks at people. The whole thing's a mess. Baker and the Bucks offense are going to get back on track. Bucks defense is going to play tough against uh, Bryce Young, and they're going to find a way to win and win big. Bucks minus four and a half. Next, Pats, Jets. Simple. Belichick owns the Jets. Doesn't matter who plays quarterback, who plays defense, who the coach of the Jets is. Belichick owns them. Pats minus two and a half. Next, Packers, Bears. Packers need the game. They win. They're in. I like the Packers. Minus the three. At home, Jordan Love is balled out through 30 touchdown passes this year. He's a baller. Packers, minus the three. And then finally, down in D.C., I hate the Cowboys, but this is a layup. Cowboys, minus 13. They are going to blow Ron Rivera out in his last game as the commander's coach. So, to recap, Texans, minus one and a half. Bucks, minus four and a half. Pats, minus two and a half. Packers minus three, and the Cowboys minus the 13. That's the J55 for this week in the NFL. Now to the college. I went one and one in my national championship game, in my college playoff picks. So the last pick going to be plain and simple. I like Michigan. I like them to roll against. Washington, okay? Washington's been a nice story all year. They're a good team. Um, but the bottom line is this, okay? Michigan's defense is better. Michigan's offense is better. And Michigan has more talent. They're going to win this game going away. I like Michigan minus the four and a half. All right, guys, that's an episode. Like and subscribe to the podcast. Tell a friend, tell a friend. Follow me on Instagram and on Twitter at J-O-H-N-M-U-R-A-C-H-A-N-I-A-N. Follow me on TikTok, J, the number five, G-E-T-T-I-N-L-I-V-E. I think Thursdays are going to be the new day going forward here in 2024. I'll keep you updated, but make sure you like and subscribe to the podcast, J5.